This is a WVU student media podcast. Welcome back, Mountaineers. I'm Sydney Wentz with another episode of Monday in Morgantown. Today, we are going to be discussing prevention, protocols, a WVU sports recap, and a local festival's return to Morgantown. Let's get right into it. We are issuing a content warning for the next two stories as they include mentions of gun violence and hazing. In light of recent gun violence on campuses across the country, University Police Department Captain Matt Swain has instructions for students if they are faced with an active shooter on WVU's campus. UPD's main instruction to students is run, hide, fight, as further detailed on its website, which is linked at our story at thedaonline.com. The strategy, which was adapted from the FBI, entails three ways for students to protect themselves and avoid active shooters, as well as when to use each one and why. Once again, you can visit the active shooter reference for more detailed instructions regarding each action. Twice a year in July and December, the entire department goes through extensive training, which covers potential active shooter situations, including sit-down lessons to examine previous incidents and discuss what officers did right and what could have been done better. UPD also uses simulated situations to train officers on specific scenarios and verbal de-escalation training to learn to combat situations using texting or calling. These trainings are available to students and staff as well and can be found at the campus training link in our story once again at thedaonline.com. WVU held its second annual prevention summit, which was hosted in partnership with Well WVU, the Division of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion, and the Center for Fraternal Values and Leadership, and the Office of Student Rights and Responsibilities. This capped off Hazing Prevention Week for 2023. This summit took place in the Mountain Layer Ballroom on Friday and covered topics relating to substance use disorders, sexual assault, hazing, and more. This summit also held a screening of the documentary Breathe, Nolan, Breathe, which tells the story of Nolan Birch, a WVU student who died from hazing at a suspended fraternity in November of 2014. Kim Birch, the mother of Nolan Birch, answered questions during a discussion panel following the screening and shared her current relationship with WVU and the, and the advocacy work that she continues to do for hazing on college campuses. Kim and TJ, both of Nolan's parents, continue to share his story to middle school, high school, and college students at both in and out of state institutions. The summit also gave an opportunity for the university to share its medical amnesty policies, which are provided when an emergency occurred. It also provided students with resources and workshops centered around prevention on campus. If you have not seen the Breathe, Nolan, Breathe documentary, I recommend it to anyone, regardless of whether you are involved in Greek life or not. It is a very, very powerful thing. I saw it for the first time when I was a freshman, and I have watched it at least once, if not twice a year, every single year, just to kind of remember remember the ways that you can protect yourself, the people you love, or anyone in an emergency situation, no matter where you are. I definitely recommend it to anyone that would find themselves in that situation or that just wants to be aware of the impact that you can have if you are the person that stands up for someone, regardless of your relationship to them in an emergency situation. Moving on from our more serious topics of the episode, 
We are officially trusting the climb, everyone. WVU football defeated the TCU Horned Frogs at home 24-21. WVU is officially 4-1 and have officially won an away game. The Mountaineers have a bye week this week, and then they go on to play Houston at Houston on October 12th at 7 p.m. Finally, the West Virginia Wine and Jazz Festival returned to Morgantown this past weekend at a new location, the Ruby Amphitheater in Hazel McQuain Park. The festival took place on Saturday and Sunday. Tickets are $25 per person, and that includes a wine tasting for people of legal drinking age. The festival features local wineries, food, artisans, craft, and jazz groups, including performances from WVU's student and faculty jazz bands. Visitors have a chance to taste West Virginia-based and Appalachian-made wine from wineries such as Batten Hollow Winery, Daniel's Vineyard, Forks of Cheat Winery, and Stone Road Vineyards. Food vendors also included the Philly Pretzel Factory, Mama Kay's Kitchen, Curbside Concoctions, Stray Cat Chimmy Shack, and more. Proceeds from this festival are used to fund programs in the College of Creative Arts, local community organizations, and other WVU clubs, programs, and more. I have had a morbid fascination with the Wine and Jazz Festival for the last two years. Still have not made it, hoping to make it sometime in the near future. It seems like an awesome event. To read more on the stories covered today or any other stories from the DA, visit thedaonline.com. That's all for now, Mountaineers. Stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next week for another Monday in Morgantown. I need to shout out Ashley Cumston, Jessica Riley, and Lance Johnson for their excellent writing talent. Listen to Monday in Morgantown at thedaonline.com slash podcast or wherever you stream podcasts.